0: join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I've got my good friend, Ryulus Dana with us today. How are you doing, buddy? Hi, doing great. Glad to be here. Excellent, man. Hey, so one of the things I'm doing this week with all my experts is I want to talk about self-made real estate millionaires. And really, as an attorney, as someone who does estate planning, you have a unique purview over this because you get to see, you know, outcomes of what past generations have done. Right. So legacy building legacy wealth is a great topic. But of all my experts, you're the guy that really can say, hey, I've seen it. I have felt it. Uh, So I just thought we'd talk about that. What do you think?
1: Yeah, sounds great. Um, I, I do have a unique perspective, I call it kind of, um, it's almost a behind the scenes perspective. Since I get a pill back, yeah. you know, let's talk about the family secrets. Let's talk about, um, you know, which kids we like, which, uh, which spouses we like. Uh, let's talk about the legal structure, like is what I nerd out on too, you know, like how, you know, how are, you know, not just how am I setting up things for my clients, it's uh, how are things set up for them? You know, like what are their parents doing a lot of times,
0: you know? Yeah, yeah for me, you're, you're like, I don't, I don't know if you see it this way, but I see your position almost like a time capsule, right? And a time capsule from two aspects. One, you're working with the current generation. You're putting a time capsule in the ground to be opened at some future date, but also you're in a position because again, your, fa- your father was in the business. You sometimes get to go, hey, we're going to take the time capsule out of the ground because now we're one, two generations removed and see what grandpa and grandma did. Uh, I think that's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, time, time capsule, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, because I, I get to see, you know, my work going back now like 10 years. So I get to see things that I've done 10 years ago. So it is like a time capsule. You know, clients will come in again. It's like, man, what what was I thinking 10 years ago? Um, But again, as I talk to younger attorneys and everyone, you kind of have to bring them to 10 years ago, right? It's like, hey, look at the economy. Look at, you know, here's where the taxes were. You know, here's why we were doing this 10 years ago. But, you know, that was 10 years ago. Let's talk about how we can change that to now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So I know you have a client um, who who actually
0: receives monthly, uh, we'll just call it monthly checks. I'll let you tell the story. Because of what his grandparents did. Talk about a talk about a time capsule and legacy wealth. That, that's, that's an amazing story.
1: Yeah, so, so in my perspective, I get to see beneficiaries of these plans, you know, people who get a benefit, you know, the second generation and third generation later. And, you know, a lot of these families, they have, you know, they're well tied up in real estate, you know, residential and commercial. Where it's generating income to where, um, you know, a very large amount of income in some of these families, where they, um, they they basically just live off of that money, right? They just they just look to you know invest that different ways, and I I I think a lot of times they just kind of trust the system, right? What's been going good for so long, you know, they have professional managers in there, mm-hmm. and it's pooled together at this point where. Um, you know, it's maybe extensive real estate holdings, but divided between 10 or 15 different beneficiaries, right? But if it's hundreds of units and a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, there's usually a lot of entities anyways, right? <laughs> I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and again, in this example, we're as I remember the quick intro before we hit record, this was grandparents. So we're thinking grandparents probably took action, I'm going to guess in the 50s, maybe 60s, may, may yeah, probably fifties. I'm gonna guess that ultimately now is paying off seventy years later for their grandchildren. That that's amazing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was with my boys this weekend, and mm-hmm. my kids. My youngest is turned nine. My oldest is thirteen. So they're still, you know, a ways away. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it is good for them to be involved, right? To kind of hear what I'm doing um, with money and, and things like that. Um, you know, from other experts on your show, I've kind of heard that advice as well. Like earlier this week, I, I picked them up and I had to take a work call. But I thought, hey, will you guys be quiet? Let me, let me take one work call. It, it was, um, and they, they thought it was kind of cool. So this was, this call was actually with like another attorney that I'm, I'm looking at working with. But um, I was glad they're actually quiet and on their good behavior, which they, they don't always do. But, you know, I think it's good to be around uh, that work environment. And, and I feel like real estate is something like that. You know, it's like, hey, let's, um, you know, these are, if if we work together to acquire some assets, you know, it's going to take, yeah. you know, what they're going to view on their end is kind of, you know, sacrifice at a young age. Yep. And, you know, because I'm at the point where I'm, um, you know, looking to buy properties subject to and, and, and things like that. Right. And looking to acquire real estate that way. So, um, yeah, they'll, they'll get firsthand experience that way. I, th- I think that's but amazing to kind of like that, that long-term, I, I don't know exactly how to do it yet for children, but it seems like from what I've seen, these people that have done it, it's um, the, the effort. It's a multi-generation thing is where you really get the compound where, yeah. you know, someone's done the work and then people continue to do the work.
0: Yeah. We, I, there's a term I hear that's thrown out a lot called the family office. Right, do you have experience with that and kind of could define for the audience what that is
1: yeah so it seems like a new trend yeah in the last you know what do you want to say five ten years they've, they've really grown but i, I yeah. think what a family office is is where it's the lawyer works together it it seems like they're the money managers but they also have in-house attorneys a lot of times and in in-house cpas and yeah
0: Yeah, the family office idea, I think, really has spawned the last five to 10 years. And it really is, it's that collection of experts, such as yourself, with a CPA, with probably some kind of financial analyst arm. And you really are making portfolio investments, often with 10-year horizons, right? A family office isn't making a day trade, at least usually, right? They're not making a decision for next month or even next year, in many cases. They're planning out decades of cash flow in appreciation because they're, they're trying to make sure the next, you know, the generations that yet to exist are taken care of. And it's just, it's amazing to see that, that that kind of planning can happen. And obviously in the state attorney is an important part of that.
1: Yeah. With high net worth planning, it really is important to have coordination from the CPA, from an income tax perspective and also a financial advisor, you know, that's crunching the numbers and um, you know figuring out what they need from an in- income perspective and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So you know, having all those things together is um, really important. people always ask me, they just want to know, hey, what's the answer? Hey, do I need an escort? <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, more I know, data I have, needed. Like, four more questions <laughs> yeah. before I could give you any type
0: of. Uh, that's why you do that. Dude, your, your phone's going to blow up because I get that. That is probably my most common question. I'm like, that's like going to a, a doctor and saying, you know, my knee hurts. Give, give me, I mean, wh- what happens? You bump it? Do you, I mean, are you over? There are so many other questions to be asked. That,
1: yeah. 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 Our culture, though, where we show drug commercials on TV, you know, people, they're used to coming into the the lawyer or to the professional with a, a suggested answer. Or like, I think I need this. I feel like I have these symptoms.
0: Yeah. Yeah. WebMD or what is that what it's called? WebMD, the whole, you know, you diagnose yourself before you go there thing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So the last thing I want to talk about in this concept is legacy wealth is actually it's possible. It's not a it's not theory. Right. You have seen again, you're a young attorney, a young estate attorney. You have seen the benefits of estate planning and multi-generation planning, correct?
1: Yes, and I would say that's a, a really beautiful thing about my position. You know, we we talked earlier how it's weird to uh, to uh, admit your mortality and plan yeah. for, it. but kind of the flip side and the benefit that you get of that mm-hmm. is it's you know families pulling together to really help each other out, and I see this a lot from from parents who sacrifice to. Um, help their kids buy houses or whatever it may be, you know, put them th- through a school and, you know, just help them, uh, you know, get on their feet, so to speak. And there's all different levels of that. And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, even these little things, you know, there, there's probably a lot of people listening right now that that are thinking like, Oh man, like, yeah, that'd be great. I wish my parents would, um, or my grandparents had a you know a six figure inheritance for me, you know, monthly income, like that would be awesome. Right. But I bet a lot of those people had the benefit of a lot of things, right? Like some education paid for, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some down payment assistance with the property. Yeah. Um, so I said just all of those things is is part of it. And it's just what level do the parents uh I guess two things. What level are they able to do, right? Mm-hmm. One that that's one thing. And then what do they want to do? Yeah. You know, some people want to give away every dollar they have to their kids. And I'm saying, Hey, you got to hold on to things for yourself. Yeah. You need a little bit of money to pay for stuff. Those last four,
0: you know, 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And I guess the last thing I want to talk to you about being an estate planner is, is I assume this, but I could be absolutely wrong. I'm suspecting a lot of the families who have like true legacy wealth, a disproportionate amount of that wealth is held in real estate. Is that right? Is that just a bad assumption because this is the world I live in? Or or what do you see? Uh,
1: It's a big part of it. Um, It's a big part of it, I would say. The other thing is um, if it's not real estate, maybe it was like big stock holdings in a company or something. Like they were founders of a company type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it usually ends up in real estate to um, as, as a way to put the, you know, to put the assets.
0: Yeah. because I'm going to guess that's because real estate produces that income that's paid out monthly or quarterly, right? Stocks. Yeah. They may have a dividend, but dividend yields are under 2% in most cases, at least average. Uh, so again, if they're going to provide monthly or quarterly checks to those future generations, it almost, ha- almost ha- has to end up in real estate for most folks.
1: Yeah. Especially with all the tax benefits as well with the depreciation and, and those things. So
0: yeah. Stepped up basis and, and all those things. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So yeah. any closing thoughts on the concept of self-made
0: millionaires with real estate, anything else you want to talk about branch into another topic? Cause you see a um,
1: lot. Yeah. I guess self-made is um, yeah. You got to put in the work yourself. There's no, there's no shortcut that, there's plenty of people that have squandered inheritances, right? You know, for everyone that's, um you know, that's received something and, and multiplied it, there's probably, you know, double or triple that have received something and I'm have glad you brought support. that up.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's probably nothing. I mean, can you imagine your grandparents looking down on you and you, you, you took their hard their hard work, their sacrifice, their delayed gratification and squandered it that that's got to hurt.
1: Yeah, so I'll tell people this, and it's proven, they say, fly first class because your kids will. Or even some clients, it's fly private because your your kids will. But it's actually proven, you know, that the people with an inheritance are more likely to purchase first class tickets.
0: Interesting. I had not thought you know, of that. Because
1: it doesn't, um, I don't know, it's not that they don't have the blood, sweat, and tears, and all that years, of sacrifice, have to have it grow, so it's right. like, hey.
0: Yeah, I I often hear about the third, the second. So it's the third generation, right? Mom and dad built it. Brother, sister, again, just picking both sexes. They kind of saw mom and dad did it. So they hold some value, but their kids, they never, they saw grandma and grandpa on cruise ships. They never, they don't appreciate, you know, what was done, you know, 40 years before they existed.
1: Yeah. And as a parent of kids, of, of young kids, you know, I'm trying to figure out what this world's going to look like, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's changing rapidly and it's, um, yeah, h- how do you get the interest and in some sort of work ethic, right? Because we've had plenty of clients who, um, I don't want to say ruined by money, but maybe that's, uh, you know, something close to that, you know, where they, yeah. um, you know, because they haven't had to um, earn things or they have kind of a different perspective of things, Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people fear that as well. So I guess that, that's something I'm, as, as a parent, I'm trying to, you know, show my kids opportunities and how they can create things. As an attorney, we can draft an incentives into trust, you know, instead of making it automatic for a beneficiary mm-hmm. I've done for clients, um, like income matching trust, mm. um, I had a client, always liked, I always like, I want to be his kid. I, I asked him, I was like, what, what does your son do? He's was like, oh, he skis, <laughs> <laughs> like he lives in, <laughs> he in Colorado, skis. skis. I'm like, oh, that's, that's sweet. Like, yeah, congrats. Um, but anyway, we set up for him, you know, he wanted to kind of encourage him to get out there, so we set up an income matching trust, hmm. you know, that it would double his income essentially. So whatever he earned himself, he could go to the trust and, and double it.
0: Wow. So does he does he do something else and ski, or is he still just ski?
1: <laughs> and that, and that, I don't know. Maybe the skis, but it, but I feel like part of that too. You know, this um, you know, the, the older generation, it's like, man, man, how could you just do something and be happy your whole life? But this millennial generation yeah. that you're talking about, we need to look at more. You know, th- yeah. that that's regular for them, right? That's they. That's not out of the ordinary.
0: Yeah, I really do think I've talked about this a couple of times in the Daily Show. Is is I think we've. Something we as Gen Xers, right? Guys in the middle, we, we were raised to follow what the baby boomers are doing because they just move the needle in so many places. They're falling off as importance, and the millennials are 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 coming up behind us, man. It is going to be a different world. We we better pay attention as the folks stuck in the middle.
1: Yeah. So I think you know what I'm looking at is um you know, the goal as a parent, right, is, is you want to help, right? So yeah, how, how do you pass things? So it's almost like what I'm trying to create with real estate, I think is a good way is how do you pass a job almost to your kids, right? Where you, you show them how it's, it's a lifestyle. You know, it, it is work, but it's something that you can you know, be flexible about and um, have it continue to provide for you.
0: Yeah, I think that's wonderful.
1: Any closing thoughts on this uh, concept
0: of self-made, both legacy wealth? And, a, it's possible, right? It's just not theory on social media. It does
1: happen. Uh, any closing thoughts? Um, closing thoughts. I'll say is is you create your own luck. I'm a big believer in that. You know, where you know a lot of people, you know, they look and see other opportunities, but if you get out there and do the work, I think that's how you create your own luck and, and make it happen.
0: There you go. Can't think of a better way to close. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.